Welcome to the My Beyond Life podcast. The goal of this podcast is to equip, enable, and empower today's Christian woman to live a life beyond the lies, the limits, and the labels that Satan so often places on us or all around us. In today's lesson, we will continue our series on Real Talk about Raw Emotions. We've been going through how um, to handle our hurts, whether they're the great, big, humongous, devastating kind of hurts, or whether sometimes it's even just the small little hurts that just can cause so much aggravation or so much pettiness on our part, bitterness, all of the things that we've been talking about. Well, today we're going to take a look, and you guys are going to get a tour of my house through these pictures today. We have, uh, we're going to look today about how the process of healing is very much like undergoing a renovation. Okay? Renovations look so easy on HGTV. Chip Gaines makes it look fun. I mean, he makes Demo Day look like fun. And it's not fun when it's your kitchen. And it's not fun when it's your bathroom, but he just makes it look so fun. The Property Brothers make it look very neat and tidy and clean because those boys aren't going to get their hands dirty doing nothing. <laughs> so what we got to do is we got to realize what we think something's going to look like and what Hollywood might portray it, what the world might portray it to be, and what's the nitty-gritty reality are two very, very different things. So I want you to keep in mind this under construction. This is what we're going to be talking about today, the process of healing, the hard work involved in healing. Now, going through hurt and going through healing is very, very much like a renovation, all right? The first one we're going to take a look at, there's a whole long list of things that we are going to look at that happens in a renovation that will also happen in the healing and the process of healing, all right? The first one. Healing is a process that has to follow a certain order. It has to follow a certain order. What do I mean by that? When you're, say, you're redoing your kitchen, you don't have the backsplash guy come in and do the backsplash before you have the electrical wiring done. You're always going to have the electrical done first. Why? Because the backsplash is going to cover up where he needs to go to work on it. I'm afraid a lot of us, when it comes to working on healing and when it comes to going through the process, we just want to throw some backsplash up over top of it. We want, to, we want it to look better. We want it to feel better. We want it to appear better. But we really didn't do the rewiring that we needed to do. We didn't, need to, we didn't trace back all that thinking. We didn't trace back all the things where it's short-circuiting, all the things that need to be brought up to code, all those things that need to be changed in order to make it safe. So what we need to pay attention to, there's a process in renovations. And what needs to happen first needs to happen first. You cannot shortcut it, you can't go around it, or you're going to pay for it a little bit later. The other thing is the process is going to take time. It's going to take time. When you're sitting in the middle of a reno zone and it is a mess and it is a wreck, that's the last thing you want to hear is that it's going to take time. Some of you are sitting in a relationship that's a wreck. It's messy. It looks horrible. And I hate to tell you, but it's going to take some time. 
It's going to take a little bit of time for you to be able to work on that relationship, to work on yourself, for them to work on themselves so that you can work on y'all together. It's going to take time. What about this? A lot of times it gets messier and harder before it's going to get better. You go into it with this idea of what it's going to look like. You go into it and think, oh, if I do this, this, and this, then I'm going to be fixed. It's going to be a quick and easy fix. But y'all know, as well as I do, when they take those walls down in those shows, there's always something hiding in those walls. There's always something unexpected, whether it be termites or whether it be a, a, a leak or whether it be wiring that needs to be brought up to code. Whatever it is, there's something hiding and lurking behind those walls that you can't see till you bust into it. And then when you bust into it, you're like, ooh, we got to take care of this. we got to fix this. So it's always going to be a little bit more involved than what you're thinking it's going to be. All right, the next one is the process is not going to be easy or convenient. It's not going to be easy or convenient. I had a friend that used to be in construction years ago, and he said, it's always going to take about six months longer than what you think it's going to take and be about $20,000 more than what you think. And that was probably 20 years ago he said that. So now it's probably going to take a year longer and it's going to be $50,000 more than what you think it's going to be. It's always going to be more involved than what you think it's going to be because you're going to uncover some things that you didn't know were there. How about this one? You have to be willing to pay the price in order to get the finished product. As my mom always says, you get what you pay for. The other day I bought cheap trash bags. They said they were tall kitchen trash bags. That was the midgetest tall I've ever seen in my life. I had like this much trash can left over at the bottom where it didn't even reach. And she just looked at me. She said, Amy, you know you get what you pay for. And that is the truth. So in this, you're going to have to be willing to pay the price in order to get the result you want to get. All right, what's next on the list? All right, you must see the end result as worth the sacrifice. I remember this last time that we went through, and, and this is my kitchen in the picture here. And I've always wanted my kitchen cabinets to be the color that they were not when we started out. And that was really what I was wanting, okay? The rest of my family really could care less, all right? They all wanted the new appliances because our appliances were dinosaurs. So we all needed that, but I wanted the, the cabinets painted. So guess what? I was willing to pay the price and go through all of the hard to do it. They whined and fussed and was, they were babies about the whole thing. Because why? They didn't really care about the end result. They didn't really care about the cabinets. But I was willing to pay that price because I wanted those pretty white cabinets. Okay? So you've got to be willing to see the healing as worth the process to get there. They, you've got to be willing to see, hey, I want my heart to be healed. I want to be whole. I want to be able to be in relationships and not have these issues come with me in every single one. And that's worth it to me to journal. That's worth it to me to read my Bible. That's worth it to me to get to life groups. That's worth it to me to do what I need to do to have my prayer time every day. Because those are the things that's going to get me to the prize. That's what's going to get me to my healing. I'm willing to do the hard work to forgive because I want to be clean and I want to feel free and I want to have fellowship with the Lord. Okay, you've got to be willing to pay that price. You must trust that the expert knows what they're doing. All right, now there's times when people are doing something, you're going, what in the world are they doing? 
that's going to look awful. Or why would they do it this way? But in the end, it shows that they really do know what they're doing. It really did turn out okay. So we have to trust the experts to know what they're doing. All right? And there's, I'm going to tell you girls right now, there are times when you're going to read a verse and it's going to tell you to love somebody or it's going to tell you to forgive somebody or it's going to tell you to let go of something and that is not going to make sense to you. It's not going to feel good. It's not going to feel right. You're not going to feel like that this is at all what you need to be doing. But you got to trust the expert. He does know what he's doing. And he does know when you demo certain things that you need to fix certain things before you can build back. And he does know that that debris needs to be cleared out of your life. And he does know all of those things. And he's never one time said, oops. He knows exactly what to do to get you where you need to be. And here's the other one. You got to be patient with the process. There's no such thing as a quick fix. Okay? There's always going to be a process. There's always going to be steps involved. Never, ever, ever one time are we ever going to see a quick fix in Scripture. All right. So I'm going to walk you through several renovations that we had at our house and lessons I learned in certain renovations and how they could really come alongside what uh, healing looks like. When we had our master bath renovated, okay, that showed me just how much stuff it takes to make me look presentable. All right? Our, the way our house is, we have one of those 70s ranch-style houses, okay? So you have the main floor, which has... Uh, the bedrooms and uh, the guest bath and um, the kitchen and the living room. Then underneath, you have a full basement, okay? Then there's a third floor on top of that, which is where our bedroom is and our bathroom. So we had that done first. That was our first renovation we went to, was through uh, our bathroom and, um, and our bedroom. So we had to go downstairs to go to the bathroom. Middle of the night, we had to go downstairs to go to the bathroom. Y'all, that was not pretty to go downstairs to go to the bathroom. And then you had to take all your stuff for the shower. And I thought, y'all, this is not worth it. So there was a lot of no makeup days on the, during that renovation. There was a lot of ponytails during that renovation. There was just a lot of stretchy pants, and those have really not gone away, I'm sorry. Those are still there, okay? But this is where it all started. <laughs> and when you look at it, you're like, man, it takes a lot for me to feel like I'm presentable. So then I started whittling things down because I was tired of going up and down the stairs carrying this stuff and Anna was giving us the evil eye because we were all using her bathroom at that point. So one of the things you'll notice when you're working on healing is sometimes you just don't have the energy to put your game face on. Y'all ever been there? Where you just look at it and you think, I just ain't got the energy to wash my hair today. Y'all know what I'm saying? I just, or I just don't have the energy to fake it today. I don't have the energy to smile today. It's just too much effort. Now, when it was pretty easy for me to walk to my bathroom and do it, then I could do that pretty easily. But going up and down the stairs with my arms full of things that were supposed to make me look 20 years younger, and they didn't, I realized then the effort is, was just more than I wanted to put in. Sometimes when you're hurting, you've got to give yourself a little bit of room for ponytails and a little bit of room to be just too tired to put your game face on. Sometimes going up and down those stairs is just a little bit more than what you're able to handle that day. 
So I don't want you to put expectations on yourself that you have to look a certain way and you have to act a certain way and you have to put that face on a certain way. Sometimes your life is under renovation. And sometimes you're just doing good to put your hair in a ponytail and find some socks that match because it's just been a rough day, okay? Now, another thing I learned in renovations, that was the end result of that bathroom renovation. That's my happy place. That's my bathtub, okay? And it's worth it now, but man, during that renovation, that was hard. During that renovation, that was tough. But you know what I get to do now? I get to enjoy the fruit of all that sacrifice. I get to enjoy the fruit of all that labor. And now I have to wear makeup and wash my hair. <laughs> but I'm still wearing my stretchy pants. Another renovation, this one is a DIY one, okay? This is a side-to-side -side picture of, you can see that mustard yellow, that is the color that was our basement. So, and you can see that little grayish white, that's the color that we painted. So. We were going to redo that, that basement for uh, my mom downstairs. She was paying for some renovations, and we decided to save her some money and do the painting ourselves. All right, not normally a big deal, even though I hate painting worse than anything. I hate it with a passion. I hate it. It's too many steps, and it's messy. And then you have to clean it up. So it's just too many steps for me. But we decided to save the money for that one, okay? But the problem is our basement is 1,400 square feet. So it's basically we painted a whole entire house is what we did. And we did it in our spare time. Ha, ha. <laughs> nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Right? All right. What did I learn in the DIY of painting our basement? What I learned was I could sit there all day long and wish it to be done. And it wasn't going to get it done. If it was going to get painted, I had to get my tush up off that couch and I had to get out all the material and I had to paint it. And then I had to clean up all the material and then the next night, guess what I had to do? Get out all the material. And we did this for the better part of a month. It took us forever to get it done because there's just not a lot of spare time in life. So what we learned from this one is sometimes there's some things you can do yourself. We could save the money for my mom on this one because we could paint a wall. It took a lot of effort and it took a lot of time, but we could do that. In life, we can sit on our emotional couches all day long and wish we could get better. We could wish we were whole. We could wish we were healed but nothing's going to get done wishing. We got to get off the emotional couch and get out all the material, your Bible, your books that you're reading, your journals that you're reading, your prayer books that you're working on. You've got to work and get it all out and it's going to make a mess and it's going to be hard. But at the end of the day, these are things you can do. Now, we also learned in that renovation, that's the before and after there. See the mustard color, then you got the other one there. The process of healing was definitely DIY down there. But we also learned when to ask for help. That was what the kitchen looked like down there before. Don't you love the orange? 
brown cabinets that were the thing back in the day. So we had our paintbrushes, and we looked at each other, and we wanted to attack those cabinets. I looked at him, and he looked at me, and I pulled up Google to see what it would take to paint cabinets. And then I put my phone down and said, recalling the man. Because <laughs> this D-I ain't doing this Y. There was a whole lot more steps involved in painting cabinets than there was painting sheetrock. It took a whole other level of expertise, patience, knowledge, and know-how. Now, Heather up here can paint a cabinet like nobody's business. Me, not so much. So when I read all the steps that I was going to have to do, I said, mm, Aunt B, we're calling the man. So we did, and then the man came, and the man did a great job, and they did a wonderful thing. But here's the thing. There are some times in your hurts when you can do it yourself. You can pick up that Bible and read. You can journal. You can get to life groups. You can work through your junk. But then there's sometimes when you need to call the man. There's sometimes when a good Christian counselor is needed. There's sometimes when you need to sit down and talk to somebody. There's sometimes when you need to pick up your phone, call your life group leader. There's sometimes when you need to make an appointment with me and sit down and talk because it's over your head. It's too big. It's too much. You need someone to point you in the right direction. You need to call the man. So knowing when it's a DIY and knowing when it's a call the guy is part of the healing process. All right, then we have this one. This one was sometimes there's a hidden issue that's been there a long time and it makes itself known. Hidden things don't stay hidden when it comes to hurt. Now, what was this one? What you see here is the contents of Sarah's closet all over our dining room table. And then you see the roof of her closet there. What happened was we had been out of town for a week. This is two years ago. And I walk, I'm home and I'm, you know how it is when you get home from a trip and you've got 18 loads of laundry. So I turned the corner downstairs in the basement to walk to the laundry room and the carpet was wet. And I was like, oh no. And we've had all kinds of leaks in our basement downstairs. We're pretty much shop back experts at this point. But this was an odd place for it to be. Normally it's in my mom's closet, which is where the leak is. Sometimes the laundry room, this was smack in the middle of her living room. I was like, what in the world? Where is this water coming from? And I'm looking all around, and I'm like, what? And then I look up, and the ceiling tiles were like soppy wet. So I did what every woman does. She called her husband. And I said, um, you might need to come and look at something's going on in the basement. So he comes down there, and he goes, oh, yeah, we got a problem. So he moves these, these, these ceiling tiles out of the way, and they're just like disintegrating when he touches them. That's how wet they were. So then he's like, okay, this is directly under Sarah's bathroom. So go up there and turn on the water and let me see where it's coming from. So I go up there, turn on the water, and I'm like, you got anything? He's like, no. I'm like, okay, well, let's go to Anna's bathroom because it butts up, you know, back to back. So I'm like, let's try Anna's bathroom. Turn on the water, nothing. We're sitting there scratching our head. Well, where in the world is the water coming from? He said, okay, go all the way up to the third floor to our bathroom and turn on the water, and, and I said, no, there's no way. I mean, this is two floors down. What in the world? He goes, just, just go try it. So I do what every wife does, and I, I did what he said, so sweetly. And so I went all the way up two flights of stairs, turned on the water, and it came gushing down. And he's like, turn it off, turn it off, 
up, and I'm two floors up, can't hear him, so he's getting soaked. So finally, I hear like some yelps coming from two floors down, and I turn it off, and I mean, it is absolutely gushing down in the basement. What happened was the main drain line in the house that goes from our bathroom down through their two bathrooms down to the basement had a slow leak that eventually became more than a slow leak. We didn't have a clue what was happening behind the walls. We didn't have a clue that someone had put the wrong fitting on a main pipe. And we were like, oh no. Well, Sarah's closet bore the brunt of it. All of her clothes were soaked. All of her shoes were soaked. I mean, there was laundry stacked for days. A lot of stuff had to be thrown away. She wasn't even in town. She was at camp at the time. And that's what she came home to was that dining room table. And it, I mean, you want to talk about an absolute mess. We had ceilings that had to be replaced. We had floors that had to be replaced to the tune of over $10,000. Thank the Lord for insurance. And our insurance company later said, we're done with you. <laughs> we, we don't like the Edwards family anymore. So we had to go shopping for another one. But Sarah told me after she got home, she said, you know what, Mom? A few months back, I did feel a little bit of water on some clothes on the very top of my shelf in my closet. But I thought, what in the world is that? It's my closet. How could a closet have a leak? This is ridiculous. Had she told us then, we probably could have done this for maybe a thousand or two. But she dismissed something small that led to something much bigger and was much more extensive because she didn't take care of something when it was small. How many times with our hurts do we find a little drip here and a little drip there, a little telltale sign here, a little telltale sign there, and we ignore it? And then months go by, years go by, and pretty soon you've got a $10,000 mess on your hands because you didn't take care of something when it was small. That was a huge renovation. Then there's the times you got to trust the process. And let me explain these pictures. These little picture, picture up here with these little kids sitting all right there. You can see they're sitting on this great big deck. That was where um, we had, we got a little above ground pool with a deck built around it on the one side. Then there was this massive deck. And my back deck is, I've, I've told Mike, I said, I think, it's the gate to Hades. It's so hot back there. So the boards were constantly warping. And you were constantly having to restain and restain and restain. And it was this horrid orange color that was, I hated it. So he got tired of replacing boards. And we got tired of the orange stain color. So what happened was this next one down there, they ripped it all out. And then Andre came and put a stone patio there. So now we don't have to replace any boards. And it's not orange. It was a win-win situation. And now you see the fire pit down there with the lights. And it's absolutely one of my favorite places. But what did this one teach me? You have to tear out the old before you can put in the new. Some of us just want a new husband. We want a new relationship. 
We want a new friend. We want a new job. And we try to put the new on top of all the old. And it can't handle it. You have to clear out the old. And then you have a place to build the new. Then you have a place to put that new relationship. Then you have a place to take that new job. Then you have a place to take that new process and that new growth. But you had to get rid of the old. Andre didn't want to come and put a stone patio on top of the old deck. That wouldn't have worked. So he knew, what did we have to do? Tear out the old, and then he came and put in the new on top of that. So trust the process. The old has to be removed first. This is a side-by-side -side of the old kitchen to the new kitchen with everything painted and countertops and backsplash and all the things. Now, one thing I learned in this one when we redid the kitchen the first time was to expect the unexpected. There was one time, it was so funny, um, the guys came to, we were trying to save our kitchen sink, okay? It was a good kitchen sink and we were going to save it. It was one of the porcelain ones and it was nice. And so they were taking out that sink, and Mike Aberger was overseeing that one, and he's like, tell the guys to make sure they unhook the sink or turn off the water before they take out the sink. And I'm like, sure, I got that. So they come, and I look at the guy, and I'm like, okay, you need to make sure you turn off the water before we, we unhook the sink. And he, <laughs> you know, nodded and gave me the thumbs up. Well, this is like marital communication 101. I'm like, I got it, all right, I told him. And so then I'm sitting there on the couch and I'm doing some work on my computer and all of a sudden out comes the sink and water goes everywhere, all over the brand new floors. So we run down the stairs, get the water off, and I'm like, but he nodded his head and he gave me the thumbs up. Meanwhile, he looks at me like, you, it's all your fault. Of course, he was saying that in Espanol, but I was like, no, I told you. And he's like, all these little, yeah, yeah, but we got it cleaned up and everything was fine. But what did I learn to expect miscommunications? Expect mistakes. It's part of the process. Sometimes you think you say something so clearly and they'll smile and give you the thumbs up, but they just heard something totally different. That is marital communication 101 right there, my sisters. All right, you think you, you think you look at your child and you say it so clearly. I mean, you've explained it so eloquently, and they look like they get it, and then they go and do the exact opposite of what we talk about. So what we got to do, expect the unexpected, expect miscommunications, and expect mistakes. All right, the next one, there's that tearing down the old, there's a good picture of where they tore out all that whole deck right there. Expect God to tear out the old before you replace it with the new. Here's another one I learned. The unseen things are important. The unseen things are important. What do I mean by that? That day when they do the plumbing is just as important as that wow day when the countertops come. Everybody can see the countertop change, can't they? Everybody can see that pretty sparkly new backsplash. But you don't ever see the re rewiring, do you? But that is just as important. The wow days are wonderful. But those days when nobody sees the progress you've made, when nobody can measure that growth, and nobody sees the effort you're putting in, and you don't feel like you're making progress, the hidden days are just as important.
as the wow days. That's something we need to pay attention to. Then here's one. There's a picture of the cabinets getting painted. Here's a picture of Anna cooking. Not everyone likes change. Like I said, not everyone was on board with the whole cabinet painting thing. If Anna told me one time, she told me a thousand times, Mama, why are we doing this? Mama, the cabinets were just fine the way that they were. Mama, this is all your fault. Over and over and over again, that child hated the process. But you know what? She was the first one that said, Mama, this looks really good. This looks really good. You were right, Mom, for which I said, of course I am. <laughs> Expect things to get worse. There's the, the floor renovation. You can see in the living room, everything is piled on the um, couch. Everything's piled on the dining room there. You see the floors all ripped up there. Expect things to get worse before they get better. And then here's a picture of this auditorium. Before and here you are sitting in the after. What a transformation. But it didn't happen overnight. And it took a process. And it took a lot of time. And it took a lot of sacrifice. It took a lot of people on their knees working. And that's what brings about transformation when you're hurt.